Welcome to Success in Medicine. I'm Dr. Samir Desai. In our last podcast episode, we discussed the supplemental ARS application and how it's new this year for internal medicine, surgery, and dermatology residency applicants. In part one, we focused on how to complete the past experiences section of the supplemental application. In this episode, part two of our series on the supplemental ARS application, Let's talk about the geographic information section. Some of you may be wondering why geography is part of this supplemental application. Let me give you some background. In 2019, the NRMP surveyed residency applicants. They asked applicants what factors are important to you in deciding which programs to apply to. They also asked how important those factors are. For dermatology, 83% of U.S. MD seniors who applied indicated that geography was a factor in where they applied. In fact, it was the most important factor in their decision to apply to programs. What about internal medicine? How important was geography for applicants applying to internal medicine? For all applicant groups, including USMDs, USDOs, and IMGs, geography was cited by a higher percentage of applicants as a factor than any other factor. To this point, we have been talking about factors that applicants use to decide where to apply. Now, what about factors that applicants use to rank programs? For dermatology, geography was cited by 81% as a factor used to make their rank order list and it had a mean importance rating of 4.5 on a scale of 1 to 5, with 1 being not very important and 5 being very important. So the bottom line, for applicants, geography is a big deal when deciding where to apply and how to rank programs. Now this is not a secret. Residency programs are aware of this, And therefore, they take geography into consideration when deciding whom to interview and how to rank applicants. Why do they do that? Some of it has to do with the goals of the residency program. For example, the University of Houston College of Medicine has recently established new residency programs in the Houston area. They state, and I quote, a principal goal of its medicine program is to address the shortage of primary care doctors in parts of Houston and Texas. The residency program at Baptist Memorial Hospital, North Mississippi, came into existence a few years ago. They indicate, and I quote, the goal of the residency program is to increase the number of physicians in the state of Mississippi and the Mid-South region and to boost health care. There's another reason why geography is important to programs. It's because of the record-breaking number of applications they receive year after year. They can only typically interview 10 to 15% of these applicants, and they want to grant these interviews to capable and qualified applicants who have a sincere interest in training there. I repeat, a sincere interest. Now, of course, not everyone who applies has a significant and sincere interest. For that reason, they will use the information at their disposal to ascertain who is really interested, and they will use that information to make their interview decisions. Knowing that applicants prioritize geography 
programs look for evidence that applicants have a geographical preference for their residency program. Traditionally, that's been done in different ways. So, if you attended college or medical school in a certain region, they may guess that you're interested in training in that region. They may look at your address to give them an idea of your interest. Or they may look at your activities, where you did your research between the first and second years of medical school, or where you did your U.S. clinical experience if you're an IMG. Or they may look at personal statements or post-application emails expressing geographic interest. But this year, they have a new tool, the ARAS Supplemental Application, to learn about an applicant's geographic preference. Before we talk about the particulars of how to handle this section, I want you to understand how powerful the geographic effect is. Let me share with you the results of a study. In a retrospective study of applicants in general surgery by Dar and colleagues, 75% of applicants matched at a residency program less than 640 miles away from either their birthplace, college, or medical school, while only 15% matched at an institution located over 1,000 miles away. So now that we know why geography is so important to both applicants and residency programs, what do you need to do in this geographic preference section of the ARA supplemental application? In this section, you will have the opportunity to identify your interest in specific geographic areas and whether you prefer urban or rural settings for your training. Before we continue, you should know that only internal medicine and dermatology residency programs are participating in this, not general surgery residency programs. And remember, not all programs in these two specialties are participating. For a full list of participating programs, visit the AAMC website. So how many geographic areas can you designate as regions of interest? You will be able to identify up to three. But do you have to communicate a preference? The answer is no. But if you do communicate a geographic preference, you have the opportunity of providing an explanation for your selection. If you have a preference for an urban or a rural setting, you will be able to indicate that and have a chance to provide an explanation. For any explanations, you will have a text box that will allow you up to 300 characters to explain your preferences. In deciding how to answer this part of the supplemental application, so much depends on your individual situation. For example, if you are a USMD student at a school on the East Coast, but you want to train on the West Coast, you can make a strong argument to identify a specific region on the West Coast as one of your geographic preferences. That way, programs in those states will know of your sincere and significant interest. If you do that, you should know that your preference for that geographic division will not be shared with programs outside that region. If you're a DO student in the Midwest but want to train in Florida, but are concerned about your chances because your school has had few graduates train in Florida, you may wish to identify that part of the country as one of your geographic preferences. If you're an IMG living somewhere where there are few IMG-friendly programs, 
then you may wish to identify geographic divisions with a higher concentration of IMG-friendly programs to improve your chances. These are just a few examples of hypothetical applicant profiles. And obviously, there is so much individual variability among applicants, it's difficult to make specific recommendations that are generalizable. Now, what do you do if you don't have a geographic preference? Then you can indicate, I do not have a division preference, and that will be shared with all programs. If you don't want to indicate a preference, you can mark, I do not wish to communicate a division preference. If you mark this, you can explain why you have no preference. Perhaps it is because you are looking for programs that have a specific something. Maybe programs that are strong in advocacy or a particular type of research. And maybe those programs are scattered throughout the country. And therefore, geography doesn't matter as much to you. This explanation will be shared with all programs. If you're feeling uneasy about completing the geographic preferences section, you're not alone. Since it's new, we don't have any data on how programs will be using this information. In fact, if you do an internet search, you will see that programs are not quite sure how to use it either. That's why it's a pilot program. And with all pilot programs, it will depend upon stakeholder input at the conclusion of the application cycle to determine if it becomes a permanent part of the application or a one-time event. In the meantime, do your best to complete this section. And remember that geography is not everything. Other aspects of your candidacy do matter. For more information on how to match successfully, please visit our website, thesuccessfulmatch.com, where you can access additional sources of information, including Q&As with program directors. In the next episode of the Success in Medicine podcast, we will discuss preference signaling, which is another component of the ARES supplemental application. Until next time, I'm Dr. Samir Desai, and this has been the Success in Medicine podcast. <music>